Welcome to episode 20 of Thrive, Mental Health and the Art of Living Free. I'm your host, Melissa Clark. I'm a professional counselor in the Dallas area with a passion for helping you overcome challenges, process painful emotions, and understand your God-given identity. I am so glad you are here. This podcast is a series format. This means each month we hear about different mental health topics from a Christian perspective. Thank you so much for being here. I believe listening to this podcast will leave you feeling excited, educated, and empowered. We just finished a series in May about mental health awareness, and I hope that you enjoyed the amazing interviews that we had over the month. We talked about eating disorders, addiction, depression, anxiety, suicide awareness, so much. So if you didn't get a chance to listen, be sure to go back after today's interview and check in with that because it was so good with so much amazing information. I am excited about a new month. As I record this, I have no idea what summer is going to be like, right? Some pools are open, some pools are closed. Will we be able to go on vacation? In every other season, except for this one, most women, a lot of women are concerned about being summer ready, i.e. tanned and toned. This month, we're going to be talking about body image. While we may not be as concerned about getting swimsuit ready, there are a lot of concerns about body image. 80% of women report being dissatisfied with the way that they look. 80%. That's a lot. 34% of men report being dissatisfied about their appearance. I am passionate about talking about body image because it has so influenced much of my story, including having an eating disorder in high school and college years. If you struggle with a negative body image, I want to let you know that that matters. It matters how you feel about yourself. It matters how you connect with your body. Your body is a part of you. And if you hate the way that your body looks, if you hate the way that your body feels, it's going to impact your mental health. And so if this is a struggle of yours, I want you to first off to know that it matters. I think because so many people struggle with their body image, they naturally feel like, well, it's not that big of a deal because, you know, it's just just what it's like to be a, a female or that's just the way that it is that I don't like myself. But I want to let you know that it does matter how you see yourself matters because if you see yourself as less than, you're going to treat yourself as less than. And so if this is a struggle of yours, be sure to tune into each of the interviews because they all matter. We're going to be talking with just a variety of people. I'm so excited to have Jamie Young on the show today. Jamie Young is the founder and CEO of Real Results Weight Loss. She earned her Bachelor's of Science degree in Exercise and Sports Science from the University of Georgia. After graduating, Jamie spent time in New York City as an athletic trainer. Jamie is excited to partner with the best medical professionals in the Atlanta area to provide services to her community. Jamie lives in Kennesaw with her husband, Philip, and their daughter, Jaden, and their son, Jackson. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jamie. Well, I want to welcome to the show, Jamie Young. Jamie is the founder and CEO of Real Results Medical Weight Loss that has been helping people reach their weight loss goals for over a decade, and she truly loves her job. 
Jamie believes that looking and feeling your best not only makes a positive change in your life, it creates a ripple effect in the community, making a positive impact in those around them. She lives in the, in the Atlanta area with her husband and their two kids, her daughter, Jaden, and son, Jackson. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me. I'm so excited about having this conversation. You are so welcome. And I am excited to be here. Um, I would be so just right off the bat. That's a lot of J names. Like, do you get your kids names confused all the time? Um, yes, I do. And I, we didn't do that intentionally. Um, it just, that's just how it happened. But yes, I'm, I'm very much a j j j j I would be like, girl, boy, that's yes. what I say to my, my son and daughter, boy, girl, because I get their names confused and they don't even sound alike. So, oh man, yeah, no, it's tricky around here. So we are starting a new series all about body image. And whenever I planned out the editorial calendar, of course, we had no idea that Corona would be a part of our lives. You know, Jamie, I know that for a lot of people, when spring rolls around, they start thinking about summer and swimsuit season. And I have no idea what swimsuit season is going to be like for us this, you know, this season. But I do know that body image is going to continue to be a concern for people. I always like to start off with like just a really big picture. Talk to me about what is your definition about what a body image is? Yes, I would love to. I define um, body image as this internal dialogue about how you feel in your skin. When people look and feel their best from the inside out, they're, um, they're, better, they're better parents, they're better spouses, friends, employees, coworkers. And when we have a negative dialogue or a negative body image towards ourselves, it ne- negatively affects every area of our lives. So with that negativity, then what, what do you feel like makes a healthy body image? Yes. So um, the healthy body image, it's, it's going to be expressed by uh, confidence and self-acceptance, but I believe it really comes down to grace. I, I feel that we are all guilty of not giving ourselves enough grace in life. In this fast-paced world we live in, people tend to just run from meeting to meeting, kids' activities, meetups with friends, doctor's appointments, and then let's try to squeeze in a date night and self-care. Right. Like, and then at the same time, we're all comparing it to others and who seem to be handling everything so much better than us um, when it's simply not true. And so uh, circling back to your question, I mean, treating ourselves well and that positive impact and internal dialogue that we have about, about body image. So really that's that positive self talk and grace. Mm-hmm. And that's really independent, like irregardless of size, right? Like we could have a healthy body image. We can accept ourselves for where we are, where we are and have that grace for where we're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. No matter where you are. And it's also, you know, it's, it's not something that we just have, you know, it's one of those things <laughs> that, I mean, you have to continue to, um, to work at, you know, it's something that you can one day feel great about, and then the next day not feel great about it, you know? So it, it's a, um, it's a very alive, let's say that. <laughs> I like that. It is alive. And I like to think about a woman's body, particularly as, you know, changing 28 times throughout the month, because we are cycles and, and the way our bodies work, men's bodies don't change as often as women's bodies do, but it definitely creates a pattern 
And we have to be able to recognize those patterns. That way we can practice that self-acceptance. So I love that. Talk to me about then what makes a negative or a unhealthy body image. Yeah, with without a doubt, it's listening and allowing that sabotaging dialogue in your own head to take control. I mean, that little voice inside our head that nitpicks us and all the little things that no one else notices. And we're just we're just not nice to ourselves. I mean, we, uh, you know, the the thoughts that we have in our head. I mean, if we talk that way to our friends, we would be friendless. I mean, you know, yes. little comments like you look awful in that outfit, or, you know, you could never wear that, or what were you thinking Mm -hmm. buying this, right? All of that negative self-talk is devastating to how we feel about ourselves and our body image. Yes, I love that. And you also, um, how do you feel like a negative body image just impacts our stress levels within our body? I see you talking about cortisol levels. Can you discuss that a little bit? Yes. So um, the, from the medical side of things, you know, of course we've got, you know, just like that negative self-talk that, that we just talked about, but then, you know, from a clinical side, the, it increases the stress levels in your body um, when you're talking negative to yourself. And then that elevates your cortisol levels, uh, which then stalls out weight loss progress if that's what you're trying to do. But um, even my patients who are trying to maintain their weight, they go on this, uh, uh, there's just a vicious response to stress, Mm. a a big project at work or something going on with your family. What will happen is it increases that cortisol level, which then causes weight gain, which leads to a negative body image, which then increases stress. (laughs) Like I said, it's this, um, it's vicious. So it's, we gotta, we gotta uh, stop that negative cycle. Terrible. Yeah. It's like a domino effect, yes. right? That just kind of keeps on spilling over and over and over again. And that negative self-talk really does uh, probably provide a lot of the fuel to the fire. Yes, it really does. And it's just, a, it's yes. And it's a downward snowball effect and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And so we really do something to stop it. I'm curious with the coronavirus and us having to shelter in place and stay at home, as you've been talking to patients What are the, I'm just kind of curious, have you seen any changes in the way people like respond to their bodies or have you noticed any changes in those scripts? Do you find that people be having a more negative body image? Do you find that they're more accepting? What's been kind of your experience as you've been talking with people? Absolutely. I would say um, for the majority, um, what's happening is, um, you know, people tend to eat when they are stressed and when they are bored. So when, when these, when people are, are quarantined, I mean, we're stressed, we're worried about our jobs and we're worried about, you know, how things are going to look and the economy and then, um, you know, food and paying rent. And so there's so many things to stress about. So they're tending to eat more, right. And, um, and eat more bad things. And then when people are bored, they tend to eat. So they're definitely it's just, uh, so that's going to cause them to just eat things that aren't in their normal routine. And, uh, and there are memes going all, all around and uh, about the current gaining the quarantine 15. And yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so, um, I'm really trying to help my patients break out of that, um, because it's just so easy to fall into, um, and natural, right. Um, so I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, and then not, and think simple things like not getting out in the sun, right. Or not, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's starting a separate type of cycle that's, um, that's yeah, negatively impacting people for sure. Um, but then I've got some, um, a few people are, are really 
um, diving into cooking at home and they're, um, they're emailing me for recipes and um, really trying to um, get ahead in life and spend a lot of time exercising. So there is some positive too, but the overall vast majority people are gaining weight, which is causing the stress to increase, which is causing the cortisol levels to increase and gain weight. And yeah, that, that cycle is getting worse with the quarantine for sure. Yeah. A lot of my clients are stressed out about gaining weight. And I, and and I, I don't know if you share the same perspective that I do, but I, I tell, I tell them, you know what, if if that's, what's going to happen that you're going to gain five pounds, it's okay. Absolutely. Like we've never gone through a pandemic before. And if you are stress eating, if you are, if that's your coping skill that you are using right now, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's okay, like just to like indulge in that, but to find some self-acceptance because we're doing something that we've never done before. Right. And if, if that's the worst that happens is that you gain five pounds or 10 pounds. I feel like, man, you've done a really good job. If you've maintained relationships, you've maintained, you know, some sort of personal growth, then you're going to have a good baseline for going back to more you know, positive eating patterns of where you were before. Absolutely. So I think we just have to have such grace for ourselves right now. I know I've, I've, I've gained those five pounds um, because especially when this thing first happened, I was so stressed out and there was such a scarcity mindset about food too, that I feel like just kind of led you to be more focused on food where it was like, are we going to have enough food? What's going to happen? And so I felt like I was eating more because of that. Mm -hmm. And now I've kind of, you know, the stress is gone. It's more of like, okay, this is the way it's going to be for now and kind of falling back to more kind of normal eating patterns. So if if you've gained weight, you know, it's okay because you're going to be okay. And to lean into that self-acceptance and and that's what you use to cope. and, And it was very stressful and it is very stressful. And so I hope that through today's conversation that we will be able and that you'll be able to kind of walk away with some coping skills. And if you need to still stress eat, go for it. But let's try some things first. That's what I talk to my clients about is surfing the urge and trying the new patterns first. And then if you need food after that, then that's what you need in that moment. So yes, I, I agree. We're just- it's, it's unprecedented times. And, um, you know, and that's a lot of my weight loss patients, right? They're actively trying to lose weight. And um, it's been a huge victory to maintain through this Um through this, Um, you know, and if they've gained a pound, you know, it's just, it's been such a crazy, um, stretch here. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, just Mm -hmm. hanging on and yes, if we, uh, yeah, gain weight at this time, we will get that off. We've got that. We can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all about kind of just caring for yourself where you're at. I feel like body image is such a, I feel like most women, right? I mean, 80%, there's, that's what the statistics show is that 80% of women feel negatively about their bodies at some point. Do you have a personal share story that you would like to share in regards to body image and how you viewed yourself? Yes. I, you know, I actually um, have a dance background. So I have had, body image has just been um, a part of my entire life. I am um, in high, in high school, I danced over 20 hours a week and um, spent time dancing in New York City when I lived there and um, started teaching dance when I moved back to Georgia. And um, I've been um, doing that until I had my um, uh, second kiddo. Um, But as a dancer, 
um, you just have a very critical eye for um, how your body looks, right? In in mm-hmm. either arabesque or in a pirouette. And so you can't help but also look at how it looks compared to the next, the girl next to you in her leotard and tights, right? So it's one of those uh, things that I've always struggled with. And I handled it better at different times of my life. You know, when I had a lot more stress added to it, I didn't really handle, um, you know, I either didn't eat a lot or I ate, I overate, just kind of both ends of the spectrum. But um, I, uh, it's one of those things. And I, I hinted at this a little bit earlier. I mean, I wish I could tell your listeners that one day you'll have a positive self body image and it'll last forever. <laughs> um, it's just not true. Um, but it's mm-hmm. that body image is that reflection of how you feel on the inside. And it takes conquering that self-sabotaging voice and taking care of your body from a nutritional standpoint. And then consistency mm-hmm. is that magic sauce. It really is. I love that. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a once and done thing because we have different seasons of life and changes. And so I think we have to be able to establish those healthy patterns and ways to really recognize and take those thoughts captive because our mind is so powerful. And it's just, unfortunately, I would love to talk to God about this when I get to heaven, but why, why do we have this thing called a negativity bias? And that's a research, uh, scientifically proven thing that our brains are more geared towards negativity. That's not the way I think the his design is for us, but maybe with sin patterns and the fall, maybe that's what happened is that we got geared toward this like negativity bias. And so I feel like depending upon the season of life that we're in, we're vulnerable to having a negative body image. And it really does play a huge factor in how we spend our relationships, how we connect with God. How do you view body image in light of a Christian perspective? Because I do feel like there's such a connection. Oh, there, there. definitely is. And um, I mean, really from a Christian perspective, that self-sabotaging voice you can now give it a name. I mean, that is Satan Mm -hmm. or, you know, others refer to him as the devil, or I like to refer to him as the enemy. And he is a professional Mm -hmm. at making us doubt ourselves. And God says that we are made in his image and he handcrafted us with special gifts and talents and skills and, um, just, and to spread his love to those around us. And, um, it's the, enemy's mission to plant the weeds in our heart that keep us from seeing this truth. And those, um, those weeds aren't, they don't produce fruits of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, kindness. They, they produce doubt and bitterness, comparison, mm-hmm. imposter syndrome, and, uh, and fear like that song, um, uh, fear is a liar. Um, I feel like it just highlights this battle that we are in for our hearts and our minds and, um, and our souls. And uh, when looking at the topic of body image from a Christian perspective, we have to remember who handmade us right in his image yep. and recognize when the enemy speaks to um, those lies into our hearts, um, which are the seeds of negative body image. And uh, so right. we use the... Uh, we, and we need to use the word of God to speak truth over our lives and to heal our hearts over that. And I love it when my patients, uh, when I know that they go to church and they, they are Christian because I can, I don't have to beat around this bush, right? I can just say, hey, no, that's not, that, that is not you talking. That is, uh, that is the enemy talking and he is going to 
he, mm-hmm. he's going to derail you. So you just got to be on the lookout. And um, so I, I love it when they, they do have that perspective because it's truth, man. I mean, that's really the seed of it. Yeah. I love too, how you incorporated the fruits of the spirit. I feel like that's such a great like For litmus sure. test to, to our thoughts. And a lot of times we kind of question, I feel like one thing I do with my clients is to help them to see that that voice of the, I call it the voice mm-hmm. of the accuser, right? There's yes. so many different names. It, so many of us use that voice as a, as a motivator or as a coach. And there's fear that if I let go of that inner critic, that then I'm just going to go crazy with behaviors and I'm going to gain like a mm-hmm. thousand pounds. And like, I need that voice to kind of keep me in check. But I love the fact that the voice of the inner critic does not bring any love, mm-hmm. joy, peace, patience, and right. none of that, right? It brings discontent, fear, control, like in a negative sense. So I love that you incorporated that because as, as we're stepping into hopefully ending the season with the coronavirus and resuming normal life patterns, I think that would be a great way for you um, listening to think about is, okay, so as I'm eating this thing, does this thing bring me peace? Does it bring me joy? Does it bring me a, a love for myself? Does this behavior bring me love? And to use that as a, as a litmus test versus like, how do I look or how do I feel? Because you might feel negatively about yourself right now. And as you, if you lean into those negative feelings, you're likely to feel more negative. But if you lean into your faith and lean into the fruits of the spirit, I feel like we're, it's everything is so interconnected. And as we embrace our God-given self, I believe that we then embrace our God-given bodies, whatever shape and size mm-hmm. that might be, because we all have different sizes. So I love that you brought that, um, that perspective. Any other thoughts about that? Like in terms of like incorporating your faith into this journey? Um, you know, that it. It really is that, um, that internal, that internal dialogue. And if you fill yourself with the, the spirit, then, and you really, you know, dive into the word and really take, take a moment to remember whose you are, because we can so beat up ourselves. Um, and, but we, that, that, that voice in, and just saying, Hey, no, no, you are a liar. That is, that is not true. I am going Mm -hmm. to reach my goal or I am going to, you know, whether that's, you know, to maintain your weight or to lose weight or to be healthier. Um, it really, it depends what, no matter what your goal is, um, the enemy is there to sabotage you. So you just have to be ready. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and we're there sometimes just to sabotage ourselves too, right? (laughs) What are some ways that you have helped women embrace their bodies? Well, um, I, I actually, I mean, I've helped, I see about 60 to 70 patients in my office a week, but, um, I have a few stories that I think, um, your listeners would love. And, um, the first one is, um, this woman, she came in to my office and she was broken. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was just devastated with where her life had had gotten. I mean, she was over 100 pounds overweight. She was in corporate America, not happy with her job. She was not happy with her relationships in her home and her friends. I mean, she just, I mean, she was literally in tears. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I really, I had to, I had to pick her up and coach her. And um, we went on a journey. We went on a 14 month journey. I saw her every week. And she worked really, really hard. She lost a hundred and fifteen pounds in fourteen months. Wow! Um, which was incredible. 
But more than that, right? It's not the number, um, you know, and right. yes, I am in the weight loss industry, but it is not the number at all. But the woman that I know today, I mean, it gives me goosebumps to even talk about her. Um, she has, um, uh, she has added, first off, from a health perspective, added years and years to her life. Mm-hmm. Um, she has repaired her, uh, her relationships um, it, within her home and with her friends. She has started to climb the corporate ladder. She now has a team that she leads. And, um, and it's just, it's incredible to watch that, um, that transformation of, you know, she just really hating herself to really yeah. loving herself and going with her on that journey. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was a lot of work, but it was just so rewarding. And, um, but that was that first patient. My, the second example I wanted to give you was, uh, she, this, uh, this girl, I, um, we went, we worked really hard. She was on the other end of the spectrum. She had 15 pounds to lose. Right. And a lot of people think, Oh, 15 pounds, you know, you don't need to have help with that. Right. And it's like, but she, the first two months of her journey, she had a very unhealthy relationship with food. She looked at it completely um, differently. And she just, um, and what we ended up, it took us two months and she didn't lose any weight at the first, right? Again, it's not about the number, but those over those two months, we really worked hard and at treating food as fuel and not as this thing that was going to get her, you know, and um and then we also, I have a body composition scale in my office where we can really look at the overall, of course, the overall number, but how much of your body composition is water, lean mass, and fat mass. And we really had to say, okay, I want you to, um, you know, do some physical activity this week, and we're going to increase that lean mass and watch her drop fat mass. So by the, you know, really, it took us five months total to get her to her goal weight. But that first two months, we really had to work through the mental side of, um, of what we're talking about right now, body image and understanding it and understanding how food really relates. And, and then the third story I'll share, because I feel like, you know, your listeners will, will relate with one of these. Um, this, this third patient that I'll share with you, she was um, in her mid forties. She was going through menopause and just hormonal life changes. Um, and we lost 10 pounds at first, but then stalled out. And, you know, she had a fall and she, was dealing with some other health issues. So we ended up kind of catching up on those. But then at some point I said, you know, you're doing everything I want you to do. There might be some sort of underlying issue, some unseen thing that we're fighting that we're just not fighting well. And so we did some lab work with her and found that she had, she was borderline thyroid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she also, um, no one had ever diagnosed her with PCOS. And so we got her, you know, the medications that she needed. And, um, and then now she, you know, we're in the middle of that journey now and she is lo- losing one to two pounds of fat a week. And I'm so, so proud of her for hanging in there and, and really finding that solution. So everybody's different and everyone has their own struggles as it relates to their bodies. Um, but it is, um, it is definitely a joy to see them conquer those and get on the other <laughs> side. Definitely. You know, it's all about the small practical things to practice. What are a couple of practices that you would recommend for someone wanting to build a stronger, healthier body image? Yes. So I, um, when I work with my patients every week, I always leave with practical steps. So I love this. So the first one, here we go. (laughs) The first one um, is a daily reset. And what I mean by that is, you know, and that means different people to different things to different people. So 
what and from a Christian perspective, um, sit down and pour truth into your life, right? And whether that's in a devotional or, um, you know, studying the Bible or um, a podcast or whatever you do to really connect with the Lord, because um, that daily, that daily connection and, and speaking truth over your life will silence the enemy. And, and like I said earlier, it's not an overnight, yay, positive body image. Um, you really have to fight for it. You really do. And that's just one way you know, the, the word of God is, is a sword. So we really have to grab that up in that battle. So that would be the first thing. Uh, the second thing, um, this is one of those weird things for me. I just, uh, I, if I could change one thing in the entire world, if everyone could have 64 ounces of water, every single space, <laughs> I just feel that it would just change the entire world. Um, you just, you, your body functions better when it's hydrated. Your skin feels better. You look better. You digest your food better. You have more energy. I just, it really would change the world um, if everyone would just drink 64 ounces of water every day. So that's, it's a weir- really weird suggestion, but um, it is definitely one that I believe wholeheartedly in. It's Please. interesting whenever our, you know, God made our bodies so well. And if we don't put certain things in, it's going to impact the way that our brain works. Mm -hmm. And so I love that because water helps like with the electrical like process of our brain. And so if you are dehydrated, you're going to have more sluggish thinking. And if you have more sluggish thinking, you're going to be more prone to to negative thinking. And it's going to be harder for you to combat those thoughts. And so I love drinking water as a simple suggestion because that's something that you can add in. I love the idea of adding things in versus taking things away because Mm -hmm. I believe as you add in healthy things, then you need less of the um, negative coping behaviors. And so, yeah, that makes so much sense. I love that. And it will help you to think more clearly to have to be hydrated. So I love threes, right? So um, that totally third, me too. Um, thought that you that for your listeners and, and all of you is that you know get support where you need it. Everyone is different, and this is where you know yes, a daily reset is the first thing. Drink water, but after that, each body is different, and each person needs something unique. And so, mm-hmm. whether that is um, counseling, right, or whether that is someone to help you um, meal plan, or someone to help you lose weight, or your primary care physician, or um, a hormone specialist or a personal trainer or like figure out what you need and, um, and, and figure out how to get it. Everyone's so unique. Um, that third step is really getting that support. Everyone needs support. Everyone. <laughs> so do you it. have any ideas of how people can, can get support, um, whenever we are feeling so disconnected? Yes, like- for, for sure. So, um, I, the internet just opens up the whole world to us, right? Um, I mean, there are, uh, you can, I tell patients, clients to go on YouTube all the time for, um, you know, for physical activity help, right? So not everyone can afford a full-time professional in every one of these areas. Um, And so finding someone on YouTube to follow from a workout perspective, um, you know, finding a um, a meal plan that's going to be right for you. So um, Google, Google is a huge uh, resource. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then also... Uh, if, if there's direct questions, you know, you can just find someone that you can learn from, from afar and, um, and then send an email to somebody and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. What we, which, what would you suggest? And, you know, and see what they say. So, um, yeah, there's nothing, don't be scared of an email. 
I love that. Yeah. Just be brave and take that step yes. to engage with people. Um, you may not hear back from everybody, but the ones that you do are the ones that you need to hear from. And That's I would fair. also say with that is to be selective about who you follow on social media. Yes. Because I really feel like there's so much, you know, the inspiration where it's all about being skinny. And Jamie, I don't hear you saying that's the focus. It's about no. being healthy Yes. and being so selective about who you're following because it's not about looking a certain way. It's really about honoring your body. Mm-hmm. And the way that God designed it to be and honoring your size for where you are. And then also taking steps to make sure that you're actually feeding yourself well to where you're going to be nourished and feel good. Um, the reality is, is if you eat McDonald's every day, McDonald's isn't bad, but if you eat that every day, you're not going to feel good. And so it's about putting good things in your body and being selective about who you follow online. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so huge because there's so many negative influences out there that can, will steer you towards being overly focused on how you look. And it's more about vanity than it is about health. Correct. So. Yes, for sure. I, I mean, listeners, if you have not found the unfollow button or the, yes. the hide <laughs> button, um, or, you know, just find Mute. it, find it, Mute. there it is. Yeah. Um, and cause I do that all the time. Cause if something, if you read something and it didn't make you feel good, you don't need that. You don't need it in your life. Take it out. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your conversation about, uh, body image. And it is something so important. I feel like so many people think, no, having a negative body image, isn't that big of a deal. It is a big deal because we are connected to our bodies. And if you don't like the body that you're in, you're going to have a hard time liking yourself. So thank you, Jamie, for giving us some really practical, tangible things to practice Oh yeah, and uh, contributing to this conversation. I have some like rapid fire questions that I just, I like to hear from other people. Yeah. So talk to me about what's getting you excited right now. Um, well, personally, we're in the middle of a, like a celebration season. Um, my daughter's Yay. birthday is in May. My um, son's birthday is in June. And so they are four and two right now. And oh wow, yes, little, ones. little ones, yes. And then um, July is our anniversary, and so we'll be married eight years. Um, and then August is my birthday, and no one needs to know that number. And then my husband's birthday is in <laughs> September, so um, you know, it's just like a five month celebration that we're kind of in the middle of right now, so that's exciting. And then, um, professionally, I have um, uh, I am in my second month launching my um, meal planning membership. And it's really, it's really to serve that person who, um, you know, they want to eat healthy, they want to reach their goals. But the idea of um, creating grocery lists and recipe hunting and um, figuring out when to eat what to optimize their body to reach their goals. I mean, it just is, it's, uh, you know, mind blowing. And so um, for me, it's just my favorite thing. So <laughs> I um. I love to do it. And um, so I have um, two options. One is a weight loss uh, uh, membership and the other one is a personalized. And the personalized, you get to pick your goals and how many p- people the meal plan serves um, and uh, also what foods you don't like or alert or are allergic to. But um, so, yes, the meal planning is obviously the bulk of it. But every week um, my members get a success email. And it is uh, in that success email are tips and tricks and product finds. You know, I love Amazon finds for healthy, uh-huh. yeah, healthy finds. So um, I have, ha- it's been a joy writing those emails. So um, I'm really hoping this can really um, help so many people all over the world. I love yeah. that. 
what podcast are you into right now? Um, well, the first one, I, I, I have three for you. Um, the first one is um, a, a podcast called Posture, and it is a short um, daily podcast that my um, friend Lindsay Van Zale does, and it is um, just to put God in your day right away. I mean, it's just, um, it's a, I think her little tagline is it's a daily fist pump to make sure to let us know <laughs> that God is in everything. And um, she does a great love job that. with the podcast. And um, I love the five to 10 minute. It just is, it's a great way to start my day. And then from a business perspective, I really love the Allie Worthington show. Um, she does um, a segment on um, faith, life, business, and then she brings in um, different guests as well. And so I love her podcast. And then uh, this one, my third suggestion, I have loved it. So I have never been um, a politics person, never. And <laughs> I have always like kept it uh, completely away from my life because it was so negative. But the the show um, Pantsuit Politics, it's these two women and they are fantastic. One, uh, one from both sides of the aisle and their um, show is how to have grace-filled political conversation. And um, I don't listen to it every episode every week, but man, when I want to know something, I go right to their podcast and um, I just love listening to their insight. Um, yeah, the government has never been such a big part of my life, you know, owning a business and with the, yeah, the definitely. and all of that. So um, I'm really, I'm really loving that. Yeah. It's something that I feel like is more accessible to us and more in our face. And therefore it's great to have a good source of good content. For sure. Um, yeah. And not just opinions, but having some places to go where that you can trust and that, you know, you're going to get like a balanced perspective. Yes. What books are you into like that you've recently read or that you love that you keep going back to? Yes, for sure. So I am a huge audible fan. Um, you know, Me too. With a, um, and obviously, you know, pod I listen to podcasts. I listen to audible. Um, I have very little time to actually sit and read a hard book. Um, or, and, um, so audible is my best friend. So if, if you're listeners, if you're not on audible, <laughs> jump on the bandwagon. It's fantastic. But totally. Um, so personally, I just finished reading the Harry Potter series again for probably the Aww. fifth or 10th time. I don't know. I love it. It's just, um, you know, in, in, in the light of all the craziness, it's just really been a nice, <laughs> let's just say that. And then, yes. um, my favorite book right now on leadership, I love the book, how women rise by, um, by Sally. Actually, I've never said her last name out loud. I don't even know how to say her last name. Um, Helgenson maybe. Um, but how women rise is, um, it's great. It goes through, um, I, maybe like 10 different things that women do differently than men that prevent them from rising. And, it, and, um, awareness is key. I'm sure you say that a lot, but, um, it's just, yeah, so I love that one. And then um, a business book that I love is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I love that one. It's just it, there's a lot of really good stuff in there that I, I flip back to certain chapters. Like there's one chapter specifically on time that I have listened to uh, probably five or six times that I really do love. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, it's just a, I, it's it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great chapter. So, yeah, those are my those are my suggestions. Cool. Where can we find you? Oh, you can find me online. My website is uh, realresultsforlife.com, realresultsforlife.com. And um, on Facebook, um, I don't suggest typing in Jamie Young. There's about a million of us. So <laughs> it's a super <laughs> common name. But if you go to facebook.com forward slash realresultsforlife, you'll find me there. And then on Instagram at Jamie underscore realresults.
Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for being on the show and for talking to us about body image and uh, be sure to follow her online for practical, um, tangible things to do. So thank you so oh, much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Thrive Mental Health and the Art of Living Free. Make sure to visit my website where you can subscribe to the show and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple, Stitcher, wherever. While you're at it, would you do me a gigantic favor and add some stars to the rating? This really does make a difference. So I would love to see some new ratings this week. That would be amazing. Be sure to tune in next week where we continue the conversation about body image. I interview a friend, Kara Miller. Kara is an online influencer and she has three daughters. And so we talk about what is it like to raise kids with a healthy body image in light of a social media driven world. So it's a great interview. You won't want to miss it. Have a great week.